1: hey you fucks it's big dipper here and i sound like this because meatball decided to show up to work without a microphone so she sounds like this for the whole episode so what i'm taking my opportunity to do here is you need to hop on instagram and spam her and tell her she needs to always bring her microphone but regardless of the fact we had an amazing conversation lovely little tuesday chit chat Uh, So stick around for this great show A very exciting Tuesday episode And guess what? There's also a new show on the Mom Network Very exciting There's a sneak peek of it It's called Famous This Week Hosted by Brooklyn and Priyanka And there's a sneak peek of it Right here on this feed later today So get into it, divas Forever When first choice is a big old bus. You turn around
2: and boom. <laughs> you end up with us. One, <laughs> three, second. Oh,
3: diva. Our number is 213-536-91. 8D row. <laughs> Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you swabs, you the fucks, you nest the fucks, you dirty the fucks. It's me, Meepaw. And that's Big Dipper. And well, I got some news for y'all. My audio may sound a little messy, but I am in the desert, and the Wi Fi out here is a little spotty. And tell I can't think what you're of doing. anything else that is spotty. I'm about to do a bunch phone. of drugs. Oh, and I'm talking into a phone. <laughs> right. I thought, I thought I you meant, like what say, am I planning su- on doing today?
1: You're singing. And your songing sound great at the beginning of
3: this. You had I a think good it's riff the dry it. desert air. It really does something for my <laughs> it voice. It really makes there's my vocal cords
1: clang together.
3: <laughs> it was, su- it's truly such a mess. We went on a, hu- we lost Michael's AirPods out literally in the desert. So the backyard of the house that we're staying at, there's like a bunch of hammocks. And so we were like jumping from hammock to hammock to hammock. And then this morning we were like, oh God, they could have blown away in the wind. But we found them in the dirt. And well, listen,
1: work. I, 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 I said this reference to you, and I don't know that you know it, but you remind me of this guy that I like on TikTok, and I think this is this trend where it's really interesting. It's like everything is really lo fi, but there are certain tools that people use to make things nicer like everyone shoots stuff on their phone but then they throw a ring light on it or they have you know one of those little um microphones I you know the those little baby tiny microphones mic. yeah or, with I love when people, the your phone. or they hold their they hold their wired headphones that have a mic on them like right up to their face and it gets this like whispery sound effect
3: i enjoy that aesthetic i d- i mean okay I get it, but there's just something so lo-fi about it that I can't get into it. Like, if you're going to try to do, like, a video, like, fi- there's that video of that guy at the beach with, like, perfect six-pack abs. And he's talking to that girl. Have you seen this? And he's like, do you think I have a six-pack or an eight-pack? And she was like, or a six-pack or dad bod? And she goes, mm, dad bod? Uh, and she's, like, fucking with him. And he's using his phone, and it takes me out. Like, Because he's it using be his
1: phone as a microphone, right? Yeah.
3: And it, to me, it would be better just to get one of those little a small wireless mic
1: but it's like it's like the easier option is like oh i just use my phone like you have all the equipment but you don't have it with you today meatball
3: to be honest i was so excited about doing drugs in the desert i left my computer my microphone (laughs) my headphones everything other people here were like oh i brought my computer if you need it and i was like no that's not the problem it's the recording audio (laughs) it's the recording it's the audio audio."
1: But anyways, I will say this. If you watch – if you are a person who watches um, TikToks and have come across this guy, I don't know his name offhand. He basically goes to Times Square and he runs up on people and he goes, can I talk to you for a second? And he goes – Uh, talk to me nice talk to me nice tell me about your fit and he basically hypes people up no matter what they're wearing and he asks everyone to say how much their clothing costs and some people literally look like they're in pajamas and they're like how much he's like how much for the hoodie how much for the hoodie and he was like uh this hoodie eight hundred dollars because like they're like designer loungewear and then it's like oh this bag $8,000, $8,000, you know, oh, these sandals, $1,200, like that type of shit. And then other people will be like $6 for the tank top, 12 for the patent leather skirt. And he hypes them up in the exact same way. And he's like, oh, I Aww. see you You look good. You
3: look good. And it's very charming and endearing. But So someone I- ran up on you right now and was like, how much for the shirt? How much for the tank? What would you I w- say? I would say
1: $2 for the tank top from a Goodwill.
3: T-shirt warehouse?
1: And I'm wearing um, red basketball shorts that were probably like $25 at the Under Armour store at the Cabazon outlets off the way to Palm Springs, honey. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. And then um, my underwear. I don't know. I guess you got to do division like three for a pack of $18. So that's what?
3: Six? Six. Well, my, how, well, Tamisha Aman. Let's go. No.
1: Tell me, did
3: you You give said her $100? we had nothing to talk about, but we have Did you give to her
1: $50? I you know more than me about the whole situation.
3: I don't, but here's the thing. As much as I watched, I spent 6 hours the other day. Again, Bob Monet, everything I said before was a joke. <laughs> they do I do not, not think listen that you guys you. have shitty drag. Um but I watched for six hours that one day. I watched Bob jump from live to live to live. I watched Tamisha Aman jump on, and then I did a full review of it. And what I learned was absolutely nothing. She talks in circles. Nothing came of it. I was there just to get a good read of Monet, whether or not it be true or not. I just wanted to see her be mean to somebody, and that didn't even happen. All she said was, you can watch the one video of me dragging Monet for $15.99, or you could be a member for $25.99. That's $26, and you get three to four videos a month. So I go over there, and I was like, I'll pay the $15.99. Not an option anymore. The only option is to pay $26 to this woman, this man in a wig, to no, drag somebody. No, she's
1: a grown-ass woman, as she said on the show. She's a grown-ass woman.
3: And then apparently that didn't even happen. Bob was going, somehow the vixen got involved, which I was like, just leave her alone. She yeah. got on a live with Bob and was complaining about like their experience on the show. So what I think happened is, I think Tamisha <laughs> Amon signed up for RuPaul's Drag Race, signed the contract, got very excited to go, went, did not have an ideal experience uh, or the experience that she wanted from RuPaul's Drag Race, came out of it, and then wanted to immediately start talking shit about the show. And the show was like, knock, knock, knock. You signed this contract saying that you could, you would not say these things. You are not allowed to say these things. You cannot talk about what happened off camera. You can't do this. And she doesn't like that. She didn't like that. And so now, from my understanding, that song that she wrote, or that song that she made with Mitch Farino, that's like uh-huh. aggressive or whatever, arrogant, arrogant. Don't call because it aggressive. was because it was. Clips from the show. The show, the show owns those clips. They own that song. She posted that video on her YouTube. And I think this is conjecture, hearsay, and libel. Allegedly, allegedly, I think RuPaul's Drag Race asked her to take that song off of her YouTube.
1: I think it's also, I think there's there's a little bit of something um, contractually about, like, I believe that the show sent budget for all the queens to make those music videos so also by posting the music video even though they made it and it's her voice and it's her dancers and her vision and like whatever whatever yeah they're like the executive producers of it because they were like please make this music video for our show. Here's the budget for the video. You have to edit it. And so they have control over that. And they have control. They you know, have we've control all over that, but the also they do have and...
3: control. Everyone heard about the contract. And and just because the contract is so strict does not mean that they will be enacting those rules. I think what Tamisha is getting at is that some of the other girls have been allowed to do stuff that and she hasn't been. Right. But also I think her way of handling and going about things leads to them being like you kind of might be a loose cannon we don't know what to do with you and this is all conjecture I don't know what's going on in other people's heads this is just me sitting on the outside watching what's happening because I know for a fact one of the other girls from this season went and did a podcast and said some stuff on there and then that podcast disappeared that episode of Yeah, and the
1: IMHO girl, girls also said that... You know, Denali they, was on the show. No, they even they said they this had on the thing. Get, it was a week, oh, they had to it, get approval. Yeah, because it came out a week later because they had to get approval. So Because the listen, show
3: is a show and they need to protect the show and the narrative and everything that happened on it. And that makes total and complete sense. So for Tamisha to kind of be like spilling shit and saying stuff out of turn, she's not playing by the rules of the game.
1: I don't think anyone cares anymore what what became clear through that whole scenario is that like everyone's gonna have an opinion and none of it really matters to me the most exciting thing to, to me, me is um to misha no uh, to me the most exciting thing is the fucking hustle girl she built that hype up she said tune in on tuesday i'm starting a network give me your coins give me like that was a hustle everyone was, was really like you better incredible. fulfill those
3: orders um, my favorite part of it was the three-minute intro. Like to me, oh yeah, Tamisha, 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 So Tamisha, I didn't
1: even Tamisha. see. And any all of the that. photos Basically, are still
3: watermarked. Yeah, they're all still watermarked from like the photographers, like in the intro. Um, what else was so funny about it?
1: No. This- <laughs> I'm trying to steer this conversation away from you just sitting here dragging her and that like, oh, no, let me give her a
3: compliment. Let me give her a compliment for a person of her age. She was able to live stream from Facebook, YouTube and Instagram all at once. And I was barely able to make the Zoom call happen. So she does know technically how things run. Now, does she know how to put her phone on silent? Apparently not, because there's a lot of bloop, 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 bloop during those lives. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So,
0: this one is one more thing this is, though.
1: <laughs> this is the thing that I think is interesting. Have you been watching Have you seen the circle at all? You've been really busy. I'm sure you haven't watched it.
3: Uh, I've watched the first three episodes of this season.
1: I love the circle, but there was something don't weird like Chloe, drama that British that w- there was some weird drama that happened between two of the players. and this season, basically almost everyone who got eliminated was real aside from like mm-hmm. two people the in the finale there were only in the the top 5 people left in the game only two of them were real people everyone else was catfishing and did river so, make it and so i'm not trying tell to tell me if no river spoilers. made it i just want to say this what I think is so crazy about all of those conflicts, and similar to the Tamisha and Candy conflict, is once they actually talked about it, it all just sort of dissipated. And that is so true across the board with all of reality TV. 90% of the conflict is some weird miscommunication where you feel like someone is being disrespectful towards you, so you get defensive. I feel like there's such a Okay, The conflict was
3: originally with Monet, and then it turned into a thing with Candy, because at a live show, Candy was asked about Tamisha, and all Candy said was, "For a person who's been in the industry for thirty years, Mama, you have to have thicker skin." And that threw Tamisha into such a rage.
1: But they also, according to everything I saw, haven't talked since the show, and so they were still sort of. Why re- would you? Well, they're still sort of rehashing that other thing, which was literally just being like, "I don't like you. You don't like me. We don't vibe together. So why do we have to fight?" And so a similar thing happened on The Circle where, like, one person basically was like, I think this person is lying. I think this person said one thing and then did the other. And then they each thought the other had done that. And they never really cleared it up. And then they became enemies and then they both got eliminated from the game, like, very quickly. And oh, it's oh. just so dumb because I'm like, where do, where do we... I want everyone to just say how they're feeling and solve all their conflicts. But on the flip side, the drama is entertaining. But I feel like the drama is only entertaining. But it's only entertaining when it's real. When it's about a miscommunication. So do you
3: feel like this Tamisha Iman drama is real or if it's imaginary?
1: To me, it's it's not about anything. To me? If, if Monet or any queen had been like, fuck that bitch. She's stupid. Everything is ugly. Blah, blah, blah. No, the comments were, like, flipping and offhand, but they weren't, like, aggressive, like, threatening. They were meaner to Rosé. Girl, and that's the whole point. It's, like, I'll see conflict when it's, like, our political conflict in this country. Like, I disagree fundamentally with everything that you believe in because I don't think that you deserve the same. Like, that's actual conflict. Having an opinion on a skirt, girl.
3: Girl, take it home. <laughs> take it home but this what is, does that mean did you just invent take the skirt a catch- home take the, wait, wait, take, the co- invent- take the conflict and you did can take you just, it home because you, just you just can pack invent- your bags and you can take it home did you
1: just invent a catchphrase
3: girl take it home Take it home. that's like john i early. think i did
1: did you see john early on but, the but characters i will like to say one thing says, Tamisha me would denif? like to
3: fight on the internet oh we're talking over each other i know it's your desert
1: internet it's so bad
3: yeah um but one more thing on the Tamisha thing, and then we'll, girl, we'll take move it on. on. My mama, ta- I'm about to take it <laughs> out. Tamisha, if you would like to internet fight, I'm open and available. What would you I like to fight about you. on the internet? I don't know. See, here's the thing. I'm not the type of girl that would come for someone's looks or their outfits, although I do all the time. But if I was going to do an internet fight, I would like to fight over like their intelligence. Or I'd like to have, like, a real spar. Like, I'd like to, like, really drag someone for being dumb and making poor decisions. Do you... Do you... Do you? How do you
1: explain explain your thick skin? Because you seem... It's because you don't use lotion, or...?
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's the desert air.
1: No, I, um... It's the desert air. Wait, let's talk about this when we come back from this break. How do you get a thick
3: skin? A callus, if you will. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh,
1: never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready-to-eat in just two minutes.
3: You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including calorie-smart, protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like oh baby
1: i don't have to think about this Mm -hmm. like it is so nice the combinations are so good i am a meat eater but the vegetable options there are so many like i remember i had like a it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice and i was like the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. hmm Very cool that this quality of
3: food can just be heated up in the microwave. 20% off your next box. That's code Sloppy Seconds 50 at
1: Factormeals.com Sloppy Seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is
3: active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay, we are back. And Meatball, you. And this do episode like to- is going to be about thick
1: skin you do like to with two c's t h i c c skin you do like to stir the pot you do like to get into confrontations and it doesn't seem like sometimes when like i grew up with like very timid parents as role models um i consider Same. myself a pushover like i consider myself someone who knows what i want and and tries to go for it and if you and i are talking about some third party conflict i'll be like listen i'll go in there and i'll say what i mean and i'll do but then when i'm there i do that thing but i do it very gingerly i feel like i'm a people pleaser at heart and that's what i'm always trying to do you meatball like if you were to get into a yelling match with someone on the street about like a parking spot it wouldn't ruin the meal that you were going into the restaurant to have. For me, I feel like my no. stomach would be in knots after I like interacted with a person in an aggressive way on the street.
3: No, well, we've ruined that one meeting we went to, and I just started yelling at the guy. Kind of, I was like calm, but I was like very aggressive. I, uh-huh. It doesn't bother me because one. One, okay, so one, it doesn't get on my nerves because at the end of the day, I normally have tried to look at everything from every angle.
2: Okay.
1: I, like,
3: try to see things, and so I know that the way that I'm handling it is going to get me the results that I want, or I don't have anything really to lose. Like, nor- right. if If there's something for me to lose, then yes, of course, I will try to figure it out and be calm. And do stuff. But most of the time, if it's something that isn't working out for me and I don't like the way it's going and I don't like what someone's saying to me, I know that their opinion of me is not going to change. They will so you continue do like to a, think of me that way. You do like a Terminator
1: sort of scan. You're like, brrr, nothing to lose. Yeah, I also think off. long run.
3: I think, I think like how is this going to affect me in the long run? Does this person have any influence on me or my career or anything that's coming up for me? Is this person going to some way blacklist me? Is this going to affect me negatively? Are, am I ever going to gain anything from this person? Or will they ever see me for my actual worth? And if if none of that checks off, if none of that is going to affect me, if, if they think that they're holding some sort of power over me and I know that it will in no way affect me, I will immediately say, time for me to bow out. It's time for me to get out of here. And on the way out, I'm going to let you know that the way you treated me was like a piece of shit. And so honey, then I'll let them have it. Take it home. Uh, and I took it home. <laughs> and reverie. I took it home. <laughs> now, I want to say about having a thick skin, taking criticism and everything, I think it was maybe because of all the theater that I did where just getting dragged. I also think now as coming into an adulthood and realizing all the microaggressions and everything that I went through, I've been through a lot. And so now I just don't care. Yeah. I also, if people come for my drag or hate the way I look or want to call me this or that... I'm aware of what I look like. Uh, I'm aware of what uh, I'm presenting. Uh, I don't post stuff unless I know what it is. I don't have a delusion of thinking that I look or feel a, a different way than what I'm presenting. I, I, I always fully understand or I often think that I look worse than I look. So when I get the drag, I'm like, girl, I've already done it to myself. Moving on. Next. I'm not delusional. <laughs> when
1: I get the drag. When I get the drag. I take it home. Um, I, yeah, the theater thing is really interesting because I remember one summer I was working at a the, like a, a day camp for kids. Truly, the kids were like six to twelve; like they were chill. And they had dren- notes, <laughs> And I gave them such intense notes on our, like, production of Peter Pan. At one point – no, I literally – this is very embarrassing for me. I got reprimanded by the camp counselor because a mom came by. She was, like, at the part – like, at the, like, building where the camp was to, like, drop something off and, like, poked her head into, like, the rehearsal. And it was, was, like, a week before we were going to do the play – We were rehearsing one of the, like, scenes with, like, the Lost Boys, like, the little kids walking in to, like, do their Lost Boy song, Peter Pan, the musical. And I'm sitting in the back of the, like, gymatorium. The kids are walking out. It's completely messy. And I have a, like, you know, in the theater they call it the God mic. I have a mic in my hand. And the kids are, like, trying to sing their song and do their thing. And I'm just going, no, 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 no. (laughs) Like to these kids, but it was a day camp and they were truly like nine years old. And so the next day before um, camp started, I was asked to come to the camp director's room and she was like, hi, so a mother witnessed you being awful yesterday and you really need to dial it back. This is not a professional thing. This is a day camp. We are glorified babysitters. Who cares? And I was like, good point. Good point. Good point. Good point.
3: Listen, t- they they would have had thicker skin. <laughs>
1: they would have grown up and started their own online network. <laughs>
3: um, I would say I I yeah. I mean, I just think going through. I think also for a long time being gay, I got like bullied a lot. So I've just learned to like. You got to just. Know your worth. That's what it comes down to. And if you're not happy somewhere, now I'm going to get philosophical because I'm in Okay, philosophies. Um, what it comes down to is like your happiness. Like to me, right. like I don't see any point in doing something in the words of Kim Cattrall. I can't remember the exact quote, but I don't want to be unhappy <laughs> for one quote, hour. I, I don't want to be in a situation that doesn't bring me joy for more than an hour. I don't want to be stuck working with people that I don't want to work with. Anyway, um, with that being said, I have to go. And I just like, leave the <laughs> podcast forever.
1: No, what you're saying is really important because it, it, it. I think ultimately in the long run, if you are a person who someone can look you in the face and say like, you're gutter, you're busted, you're makeup, you're this, you're that. And you can, and I'll like, be like... Li- and you can go like, well. That's what you see, but I see a whole different story and move on. Guess what? Where I can
3: fully agree and be like, yeah. And if that's how you feel, yeah, exactly. Then you or, get it. Then you or- get the fucking vibe.
1: Option number C, you throw it right back at them and say, "Well, honey, uh, you're reading me, but those shoulders don't match those hips." And then you move on with your life. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like the worst of the option is that that person says something to you. It goes immediately to your heart. You want to quit, or you lash out at them, and then you become this like drama monster that like snowballs. Yeah, but into the this lashing crazy out thing.
3: never really gets you any. Like, the there's only a thing it gets you out and- is yeah there's a difference between lashing out and then like internalizing it and being like i see what you're doing and i and and like i'm gonna take a minute and figure out what my next move is you can but right now out. i and will if you're read on, you and if you're
1: on reality tv you can go ahead and lash out in the moments the cameras drop not be angry anymore and make yeah, it clear and like, cool i'm glad we're done <laughs> yeah like that was a great and then be like girl that's
3: gonna be a great story arc
1: Let that be your... You're making a TV show. Yeah.
3: But then to carry the weight of all of that and then take it online and try to turn it into a thing that no one is interested in. Like, people wanted drama, and then you didn't give us drama. They want a drama, mama. mama. So Um, what I got to say to you is, take it home. Here's what I'm gonna tell
1: you. Go ahead and take it home, Diva. So, uh, are you in public this weekend, or are you you you're like with vaccinated friends, but
2: privately?
3: everyone's vaccinated, and like I had just been tested every two days for the last right. week.
1: No, but um, I'm curious about public because a friend of mine invited me. We're out. about
3: to go. I think we're about to go thrift shopping.
1: Okay, that, to so me that seems would be chill. Because but you go in public, you have to wear a mask in the store. Like no big deal. To yeah. me. I'm still... To, I know Misha. This, to Misha, I know this... <laughs> now we're going to say that. Instead. Oh, no. <laughs> I know this stills feel wild, and I have no problem still, you know, like, whatever, talking about this. I know you hate talking about COVID, but why do I still have
3: an issue going to a restaurant right now? What is the deal? Well, science says... I will say I went out the other night, and we sat inside of a bar at a booth. And that did make me very uncomfortable. I was like, we have to find a way to sit outside. I right. cannot be inside. There, and then I ordered a drink and a guy talked over my beer. And I immediately looked at the bartender and I was like, I'm not drinking this. I would like another one. Because he like yelled over my beer. And I was like, you're not wearing a mask. It's over my beer. Like, please Are don't. We, We're starting over.
1: This is going to be like a long like adjustment for it's people a, like yeah, us. But okay, so
3: I was just talking about this. The CD. We trusted science. We trusted, we believed, we did everything right. And now science is saying that we can go outside without a mask on. Right. It is up to us to take the mask off. Do we still trust science? Like, the science is saying, take it off. So now it's time to start taking it off. (laughs) Like,
1: are we we all the way
3: around to the... the, Right now it feels like, it feels weird to be a liberal and still be like, shaming people about not having a mask when it's like, we're okay now. We just need 70% of the population to get vaccinated and then we can start going inside. Yeah,
1: girl, but that ain't going to happen. Like I had, so I had friends ask me to go out last night to the bar, the same bar that you had been to. Cause I think they're doing like little opening limited capacity with like, you have to stay seated and mm-hmm. you know, but I'm like, okay, sure. I am literally fully vaccinated. It's been two weeks since my second dose. Uh, but bitch, you want to catch me sitting at a table with
3: five people indoors without a mask? mascot?
1: But why do I feel that way? I I
3: told you though, I still wore my mask the whole time we were inside. Like I was the only person in a mask and then eventually it got a little crowded and I was like, time for me to take it to the taco truck and then home.
1: you said I'm gonna take it home. I need, mean, like, like, I, I'm gonna have to train myself. This is insane. You are,
3: but it's time. It's time, and I think that um, there's gonna be like anxiety that comes with it. Strangely, I don't have much. Strangely, I thought I was gonna be like really freaked out around being around people, but I, I miss it. I missed it. Maybe and the I'm first ready thing to go I'll full do.
1: Fledged. Maybe the first thing I'll do is go to a sex party. I got invited to a. Fully vaccinated, show your ID card at the front door. No pictures of it, actual vaccine card, sex
3: party. Should I do that? Send me that, send me that link. No, I'm not sending
1: you the link if, if I'm going. I just want to
3: show up and see if I know anybody. No! I'll tell you what time I'm going, and then I'll do a little investigative reporting. Because you know I <laughs> a- likes to go to those, and I'd love to see the meet.
1: She got the
3: meat. She got the meat. meat. She got the meat. Yeah. Yeah. She got the meat.
1: (laughs) All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back.
3: Take it home. Is it okay?
1: We're back. Listen, is it take it home? Take me home? Take it home?
3: Take that home? You could take that home. You, can you take could take it home. home. You could take I, me home. It's no, just take, take, me take me home it is like home. an invitation. It's
1: take. It, it could be that or it. And similar to other catchphrases like um, "no Demon. tea no shade," you don't know if it's good or bad.
3: It could be good or bad.
1: Like if someone's gonna say to you, "No Tino shade, I hate her." (laughs) That is the same as um, "No no Tino." What?
3: Someone just came into my room. (laughs) Not somebody. Um, It could be. Do you know what I'm saying? Though, "No Tino shade" could be be like, like, "Sis, take it home," which could be (laughs) drag her, or it could be. Like, if you want to say, like, it's time for her to go, sis, take it home.
1: But also, you remember when Roxy Andrews did the hair um, reveal and the Michelle Visage gif of mm-hmm. her? That <gasps> take it her be, Take it home! Take
2: it, home!
1: <laughs> take it home!
3: <laughs>
1: So I think that's Again, the best thing it about it. Is really works for anything. Is, is that it can work for anything.
3: <laughs> we'll add it to the end of our song. Yeah. Take it! Instead take of like, home! oh, diva, it would just be take it home <laughs> all right should we listen to a voicemail yes i think we have two we i wouldn't know i didn't do it this week t- two because i was yeah, so excited you're in the
1: desert with the dry air wait stop that's not what i wanted to wow do.
3: a lot of unanswered texts on your screen there what did you see saw one from a good friend lauren lapkis <laughs> saw one that was an invite to a sex party <laughs>
1: Yeah, I do have like 12 unanswered text messages, but this morning was the first day I could like sleep in past seven. Did you see
3: Camp Wanakiki season three? Did you watch? I saw
1: that it's happening, but I didn't watch it. I didn't see one or two or anything, so I need to go. I watched them,
3: I watched one, and then say Kevy tried to come for me on the internet, and that was the only one that I was really rooting for on that show, and now I don't like her. But Gilda Wabbit is on this season.
1: Okay, person, From go off. Who's
3: Nashville, that? she's a live singing girl. I hope she wins. They love a live singing girl on um.
1: Wanakiki. Does my Ready? mouth look like
3: a butthole when I do this? <laughs> do
0: it, pussy.
1: Here's our first voicemail.
0: Hi, Meatball the Big Dipper. Um, quick story. So I used to travel a lot in one time when... I was traveling. Is this from person gay? Grinder at a gas station. i was just browsing, eating lunch. What'd you
3: say? I said, "Is this person gay?" I couldn't tell the voice, you know.
0: Right when you said
1: that, they said, um, "I was on grinder." I was on grinder. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, browsing
1: grinder at a gas station.
0: Um, they wanted to meet up and um, blow me, uh, which was fine. I was like down. But then the sketchy part was that they made me meet them at a storage unit. I'm like, okay, this is one of those like gay things. Like, That's murder. Could be fine. Um, I could die. Whatever.
3: <laughs> this is one of those gay things. Could be fine. I could die. Whatever. Girl. You know there's like a grinder killer again right now. <sighs> That's why I don't use that. So I they get lure you in and then they chop chop.
0: The storage unit parking lot. The man makes me get into his car. We go to a storage unit. I was thinking there'd be furniture, like, it wouldn't be sketchy. All that's in the storage unit is carpet on the floor, like a carpeted rug, uh, and a briefcase. Uh, <laughs> so I immediately... murdered kit. Point-
3: that's crazy. Girl, get out. I would have I immediately looked in and been like, nah. Yeah.
1: Not oh. even a chair? Also, also the like, what do you that- mean
3: you were expecting furniture? It's a storage unit. Like,
1: yeah, like what? a couch and a couple chairs and a dresser. Like things w- you would put in storage? Mm
3: hmm.
0: Go on. Die. Um, but I go, you know, I'm young. And then um, he proceeds to eat me out and blow me and doesn't murder me. Um, okay. And I made it home successfully from my road trip. But when I got home, my roommate was like, oh, look at your knees. Because my knees were all fucking rug burned from this carpet and the storage unit. Um, So that's my story. If anyone recognizes my voice, no, you didn't. Bye, y'all. Well, if anybody recognizes my
1: voice, no, you
3: didn't? Okay, that reminded me of when I lived in Burbank and I had an extra room. Uh For the longest time, it was just empty because it was just empty because I didn't decorate it. I didn't put a guest bed. Anyway, so... I, when I would have people come over and hook up, I like would make them, if my bedroom was dirty or I didn't want them to come on my sheets or I just washed the sheets, we would just hook up in this empty carpeted room. Isn't that crazy? Now that I look back on it, I'd be like, that's weird. That's weird. I would just like hook up on the floor of this room and they'd be like, okay. And I'd be like, it's fine. And now that I think about it, I that is such a weird thing to do. I will say, I got an email here
1: from the person who left us this storage unit bathroom. Hi, I left a voicemail about getting blown in a storage unit and was a little nervous and left out some details you might have questions about. Number one, in the briefcase were black fisting gloves, lube, and something else I can't remember, but nothing that would Mur- have been a, a knife. Weapon. Nothing that would have been a murder weapon, <laughs> maybe a roll of paper towels. Two, I was on a six hour road trip to get back home and hadn't showered that morning. When I pulled into the parking lot of the storage unit, I brushed my teeth and using a water bottle. I tell you this so, so you know I was kind of crusty. And he said in the voicemail, he got eaten out.
3: The booty hole was dirty. But if you're three, fucking it,
1: a- three, this man knew I hadn't showered in at least 24 hours and still asked and then proceeded to eat my ass. Okay. Four, at one it sounds point, like Mother Teresa. <laughs> at one point, someone drove by while we were in the storage unit, and he made us be quiet until the car drove away. Five. Don't kneel he on carpet be. when you're wearing shorts. Your knees will get rug burned. Yeah, duh. What do you? think? Yeah, everyone does that. When Six. Was, like, first the storage it? unit was big, maybe ten by fifteen or ten by twenty feet, and only there was had 100% a hundred percent a camera in the corner. And. <laughs> and only had a rug that went wall to wall and that silver little silver briefcase seven I asked for his name to make nervous small talk and he laughed and totally made up a name eight I would never do this again this experience was worse than being fucked by a trucker in his truck where the trucker kept kissing my body but then biting me like he was a fucking weird vampire or something yes I stayed and got railed and at That was number eight. That's kind of hot to me. Here's a random the fantasy of like fucking a trucker in his little truck booth. I really want to do that. Yeah. And here's the last random fact. I need you to know that I was able to have a decent conversation about oh about Wicked and the different actresses with a recent hookup because of what I've learned from your show. Thank you. (laughs) you.
3: Shoshana beans.
1: Sushana beans. Okay. That's amazing. Well, I guess the consensus here is that we're all trash as gay people. And all we want to do is, like, do dick stuff.
3: Absolutely.
1: Do you want to hear one more voicemail? Or are you tired? Should we just end? Are you feeling tired? I am tired. I was up late last night. All right. This one will be quick, and then we'll end the show.
2: Okay. Hello, Big Dipper and Meatball. My name is Brianna. I am a pet sitter from Arizona, and I wanted to tell you guys about the first time I ever had sex. Hey. So I had been hey. dating this guy uh, for like six, seven months, and I was a virgin at the time. So we had this whole argument whether to do it or not, and I just decided to say, fuck it, and fuck it. Uh, so... Before the actual act occurred, he was fingering me for quite a while. So I was pretty lubed up already. And as he's putting his member into my octopus octopuswa. Member the I
3: didn't feel octopuswa. My octopuswa? Wait, go back to octopuswa. I need to hear her say it. The say it. I didn't feel member
2: into my octopus wa the Mm -hmm. I didn't feel anything so I asked as any woman would if it was in well he got very offended by this being an Italian man and I was like literally I had no idea I'm sorry but nevertheless the deed was done the best part was after we had sex we went out to his car to go uh somewhere and the first song that played on the radio was Madonna's Like a Virgin. Well, I hope you guys like that. I love you guys. You do great things for gay culture and keep it up. Bye.
3: Octopus Wall did you ever watch Drawn Together, that cartoon or no Comedy Central show where it was like all the different cartoon styles living in a house?
1: I I yes, I have seen it before.
3: Okay, because that's what that's from. And I love that.
1: The show. best part of doing sex is a dick in your octopus. Why? You like that? That's the no. You did it.
3: No, that's that was very a flat. funny. I did I ever tell you about the one time I was Have like you ever about had to, a
1: is it in moment?
3: Yeah, I was about to tell that story. Oh, okay, This guy so had nice. like such a small dick and I didn't want him to fuck me with it. Like it was short. Like, no offense to him. Hurt. I love small dicks. But it was like small, short, and like skinny. And it was maybe three inches. Like I'm showing my pinky, like that was the length. Like I could wrap my whole hand around it and it covered the head. And he was like, come on, stick it in. And I was like, I really don't want to. And he was like, just do it. It's not even that big. And I was like, well, as long as he's aware. And so he did it. And I was like, basically like I wasn't getting fucked at all. Like it didn't feel like anything but a finger. So I was kind of like, this is actually great. Like, he's like, he's I'm like, yanking yeah. it. He's like really going to town. And I was like, honestly, I get used to this. <laughs> but but, but do then, you I, like he, I don't know. He didn't have the personality.
1: <laughs> he didn't have the personality to get my octopus hat pet.
3: A wet octopus I need the gay people to stop saying they have like a self-cleaning model or that they're butthole creams or things like that because I- it's not... How science works. Here's it's not what happens. I, I will tell this story later,
1: but please remind me. A man told me, I said, Wow, you're it's there's so much lube, it's really slippery. And he was like, Yeah, well, you added lube. I normally don't use lube. And I was like, What? And he was like, Yeah, I get wet. And I was like, "No, you don't. That's not how it works." And he says, "It's my cunt juice."
3: I would have left right then.
1: (laughs) I will tell that story maybe with a guest in much more detail, taking it home in the future. Please say that. But when he looked at me very seriously, thinking it was hot, and said, "It's my cunt juice," I about lost my mind. Meatball, why don't you read us the credits and take, us, take it home?
3: <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Second. I'm sorry for the audio quality. I don't know if it's going to be good or bad yet. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us a fuck story there if you want. Or suggestions for future guests. You can call us at 213 536 our uh, Instagrams are Big Dipper Jelly and Spicy's Meatball. You can find me on Twitter at Fat Drag Meatball. And don't forget to subscribe and write a wonderful review and give us five stars, even if you hate it. Yeah. We come out every Tuesday and Friday. So listen up, faggots. You're going to listen. I You're going to listen. And don't forget to take it home. Doodle do do forever. Dog. No. <laughs> To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever
1: Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and mepa Music,
3: editing, and sound design by William Pitt.
1: Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.